You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Corey Crenshaw. I'm Richie Suave Flores. And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey Podcast Network. Welcome back in Sporty Nation. Happy Thursday. By now you will have known whether the season is suspended or not. We here are suspended in not knowing. We are in a lot of suspense trying to figure out what they're going to say tomorrow. But for right now, let's talk to my wonderful and amazing co-host. How you doing, Richie? It's been a very, very like surreal day it's like there was like a a two and a half hour period there actually actually we're recording on wednesday night after the nhl released their statement basically saying we're not going to do anything for now um it started like this afternoon at about like two o'clock ncaa banning fans from the march madness tournament so it started with that then a couple hours later, we get the cancellation of an NBA game. Then after that, we find out that one of the players, Rudy Gobert, tested positive for coronavirus. And then after that, the NHL or excuse me, the NBA completely suspended their season. And then we hear that Tom Hanks has tested positive for coronavirus. And and then we had Donald Trump speaking to the nation tonight. I don't know what he said. Didn't listen to him. Obviously, I don't believe anything that comes out of his mouth at this point. But it's just been it's been like a weird, surreal day. I don't really know like what's going to happen next. I don't know if the NHL is going to shut down their season. By the time you're listening to this, it is my best guess as we were recording that the NHL probably released a statement at some point earlier to earlier on Thursday saying that they were suspending their season. That is the only thing they can do in my opinion, is to suspend their season. It would be ridiculously, ridiculously dumb of them to have fans show up at games tomorrow night. Uh, The Coyotes are scheduled to play the Vancouver Canucks right now, but I doubt it's going to happen. So it's been been crazy, crazy weird, and and it's going to get even weirder over the next few weeks as as the NHL, NBA, NCAA – sports is going to shut down it's going to be it's going to be weird but it was it's a 100 the correct decision to make yeah for right now where we are sitting um the statement that we have gotten the most recent is um the national hockey league is aware of the nba's decision tonight to indefinitely suspend its season due to a player testing positive for the coronavirus um as Richie had said, um, which player that was, he plays for the Utah Jazz. Um, the NHL is continuing to consult with medical experts and is evaluating the options. We expect to have a further update tomorrow. And as I told Richie, I hope that update is before I get dressed tomorrow because both of us are supposed to be upstairs tomorrow and um, I need to know what to wear 
and I have a, an appointment at 830 in the morning tomorrow. So I need to know like pronto because I need to be, you know, dressed and ready to go for the rest of my day and knowing if I'm going to be upstairs tomorrow night or not. That is the real problem here. Yes, that's the that's the most important thing, at least when it comes to the sporting nation. Here, I might say, screw the coronavirus. What am I going to wear? What is Corey going to wear tomorrow? That's the important (laughs) thing. Like my suggestion was you just bring an extra bag with whatever you're going to wear because you can always like change in the middle of the day. Right. I mean, we also uh, we also have cat offered to to bring an extra bring you an extra blazer for you. So we got very professional. I like it. We got your back. I like it. I like it a lot. Well, I mean, going on to more important things than what I'm going to wear, I, I do appreciate you guys uh, having my back because it is like a, a small freak out, but it's it's not a big one. Um, another big thing in hockey that we have to address is, um, which really kind of sucks for all of the uh, youth hockey players that put in a bunch of time and effort this season, they... USA Hockey just came out with a statement, 7.25 p.m. on um, March 11th, saying USA Hockey um, official statement, safety of our participants has always been our top priority. And with the current coronavirus situation, our executive committee unanimously decided to cancel the national championships and disabled festival. Jim Smith, president USA Hockey. So that really kind of sucks for them because they're not even going to get... It's not like it's suspended and it's going to be rescheduled or anything. It is full-blown being canceled. Um, even some other bigger events that we hadn't talked about too is um, Coachella and Stagecoach are also being um, moved to October and they're, um, they're letting people use their tickets previously for those events so they're moving them over and then the ones that can't make those new dates in October they get a refund so it seems like everyone whether it is a sport a festival um, I've heard of multiple artists canceling um, certain shows on their tours or moving them um, that everyone basically one by one is starting to either move or cancel events that are going to be going on that are large gatherings yeah and that's 100 the right thing to do because like the crazy thing to me about this whole thing is like listen i joked about coronavirus for for the last couple weeks i was like oh it's fine whatever but as i read more and more about it and how quickly it spreads and the death rate that is involved in it somewhere between one and three percent if not higher for certain people um in certain countries the only way to stop this is to do what Italy is doing, what China is doing. They have basically put their countries on lockdown to where you get quarantined, you can't go anywhere, you can't fly anywhere, and they're just basically trying to nip it in the bud so that way it doesn't spread anymore. And the thing about the United States right now is that the government was so slow to react to it that they do not have the ability to test at a very high rate right now. And so... The United States, the United States government, the health officials don't even know the full scope of this outbreak in the United States. And then how can you solve a problem that you don't even know the full scope of that problem is, right? And so it sucks for a lot of people. I was arguing with somebody on Twitter 
earlier about how like, oh, well, why are they going to watch the NHL cancel? Why they should just play in front of no fans and do it that way? He's like, well, no, they, no NHL players have tested positive. Which, and but that, yeah, and that's good and fine until an NHL player tests positive. There's so much physical contact within the sport that, um, you know, it's very easy to pass it from one player to another when there is so much physical contact within any of these sports. So, I mean, that NBA game, they happen to check that player, like, right before the game, correct? As far as I know, yes. He was never actually there in attendance. He was was feeling ill, and they had him at a hospital prior to the game, and he was tested, po- tested positive there at the hospital and didn't have any direct interaction right before the game. But as we know with these with these with the symptoms of this, it takes a while, a little bit, for it to incubate. So the likelihood that it has already spread to other teammates, to other players, to officials is very, very high. And, you know, I told this dude on Twitter, I was like, shouldn't we mitigate it? Shouldn't we try and stop it? And the best way to do that is just to shut it down so these players have no interaction, these officials have no interaction, media members aren't going there, PR people aren't going there, the people at the the ticket takers, the security that are going to be there, just stop it all. For love of goodness, remember, we're talking about sports, right? We're not talking about something that's super-duper and important you know like the halls of congress or whatever we can live without sports for a month and a half two months we'll be fine okay without it so get over it i'm glad they're stopping it so we can figure this thing out and uh, it's gonna suck to not talk about hockey this show is gonna devolve into Corey and i probably talking about our favorite netflix show i'm assuming so it will we'll change the name of it to instead of sporty We'll call it Benji. We'll call it Benji with Corey and Richie. <laughs> yeah. What are you binging while you are quarantined in your house? That that would be a that would be a show right there. Yeah. I, I mean, there is um, some ladies that were stuck on a cruise ship who started a YouTube channel. That's pretty cool. I mean, I um, so yeah, cool. you you could probably do Netflix binging. What are you binging while you are on quarantine? Um, Luckily, we don't have an obscene amount of cases here in Arizona. I mean, as people are getting tested more and more, um, it will come out that more people have it, obviously. Um, The largest, uh, it seems to be, is in Washington. So the, um, the Mariners are talking about playing their regular season games here in Arizona at their spring training stadium to uh, try and stay out of Seattle. I don't particularly blame them. Um, They also have the highest death um, numbers as well because of the fact that it went through a whole entire nursing home, which is really sad and depressing. Um, So they are talking about doing that. I I said that that would be actually kind of fun to go. And if they they allow you to at that point to go watch um, regular season Mariners games in Arizona. So that would be funny. And here's the thing, and we'll move on, I think, to talking about hockey in, in a second because you're probably sick of hearing this, but hearing us talk about this because you're hearing it everywhere, which is I, I don't think Major League Baseball is going to start their regular season either. I think they're going to they're gonna suspend their play as well, and that's, that's the only thing they can do because, like, it's not like moving to other places is going to help. Arizona has it too, you know? Maybe not as bad right now, 
but it's still here in in Phoenix. So I don't I don't think Major League Baseball like spring training is still happening as far as I know. I haven't seen anything from Major League Baseball about pausing spring training or pausing any of their games. But uh, yeah, it, it won't shock me if if all the professional sports playing played right now come to a complete halt. Uh, and uh, I already I saw something about um, Formula E, which is the the um, one of the offshoots of Formula One, or canceling their events for the next two months. So it's spread worldwide, and uh, and uh, we'll keep you updated uh, as to what happens with the NHL. Like uh, chances are. By the time you hear this, hockey is probably stopped. But you, you never know. I mean, um, Richie and I could be one of the crazy people that are upstairs and we're headed to the game tomorrow and doing that type of stuff. I mean, it wouldn't be the same as being like um, with all of the people downstairs, but it's still uh, we could be that could be what's happening tomorrow. We don't know quite yet um but we'll have to see with the nhl they are you know talking with owners and everyone involved to try and see what is the best option i'm sure it really sucks for anyone because you've got to think in so many different ways whether it's sports or you're a restaurant or you're a gym or whatever your livelihood is based off of people coming in and going to the games, going to your restaurant, going to your gym, whatever. So um, the more the more people stop going out, the more it's going to hurt everyone. So it hurting a sports team isn't necessarily the worst thing in the world because everyone's going to be hurting. You know, it's not just them. Um, it does kind of suck because I feel like Alex Morello has come in and tried to revive – this team and has put a bunch of money into this team and he has just been getting bad luck left and right like come on the coronavirus right off the bat like that's a pretty rough go yeah yeah it is so should we should we um should we move on to talking hockey now we are talking hockey. This is this is one hundred percent. I was just talking about how it's affecting Alex Morello, and I was ta- we're talking about the NHL and whether they're actually going to play a game tomorrow. I mean, we did talk about too about the fact that uh, the the Coyotes may be saved from possibly <laughs> tanking the rest of their season by suspending it. So you know. That might be a perk too. Our our friend Catherine Silverman tweeted that out. So in a way, we it, it all relates to hockey. It all comes back to it. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's I've seen a couple of Coyotes fans tweet that same thing too, which is like along those same lines. Which is like, well, if you cancel the season, that means that we didn't miss the playoffs, or you know, somewhere along those lines. So that is a uh, that is one hundred percent. If anything was to show you the desperation that the fandom has gotten to at this point, the the desperation is the fact that they've finally gotten to the point where they're going, Just okay, well, at least if it, we stop playing, then we can't lose. Yeah, And it's like, that's so sad to say, but it's, I, I kind of don't blame them. Not, yeah, not, yeah, exactly. I mean, they had those bad, couple of bad losses already, but... So, but allegedly playing Vancouver tonight, which side note, 
if you're listening to this show, as soon as you're done listening to us, you can go listen to uh, the Stink and, Stick and Rink podcast, the Vancouver Canucks podcast. We did their show as well, and uh, they're hilarious dudes. And uh, and we went on their show and we joked about ASU. <laughs> and oh my uh, gosh, can we just talk about like really quickly? I, I would like to to promote that interview out because it was it was amazing. But really quickly, can we talk about people using very generic jokes for either ASU or the Coyotes? We've gotten a lot of these of recent. Yeah, we have, including one dipshit on Twitter today that decided to make another attendance joke about the Coyotes, which is just like, I don't even know what to say to these idiots anymore. I so I called out one of the guys in the Sticker Ring podcast for um, making an ASU joke in there that was a very stereotypical ASU joke. You'll have to listen to that um, interview to see what that was about. And then we got that on on Twitter, and I'm just like, be original, people. Come on, try if you're gonna do throw insults out, try and find some nice original insults other than the ones that people have used before. I mean, I there's a certain point where y- you get points for originality. It's not as funny when it's not as original. I'll, I'll take, you know, an insult if it's an original insult. But I just feel like no one has original insults about the Coyotes anymore. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's a. I mean, it's all it's all all old hat for a lot of these dopes anymore. Like. And especially sometimes like, it's actually old. Like they will use old photos from like jobbing.com arena. Yeah, I remember that happened on Twitter a few weeks ago that pissed Coyotes fans off. And another thing that pissed Coyotes fans off was this TSN stat that they put out um, on Twitter the other day. They got people fired up. It got us fired up. But before we do that, we should mention our sponsors at southernscholar.com. We've been telling you about Southern Scholar socks now for the last few weeks. We've been telling you how soft they are, how great they are. The style is greatness. Um, Scotty, your boyfriend, Corey, texted us the other day that he was wearing his uh, while out and about and uh, saying how great they were. Uh, I'm going to Here's, uh, with the Coyotes games, me or not, I'm. If the Coyotes do end up playing on Thursday, it might be the final final time that I'll be able to wear my Southern Scholar socks to games, which sucks. But uh, if you go to southernscholar.com and you put in the promo code THPN, you can get five dollars off of your order from southernscholar.com and their incredible selection of dress socks. Yeah, he has been wearing them each day to work, and he has been feeling very fashionable. It's he's very much enjoyed them. They f- feel great. He uh, feel like he's been matching his outfits with them and everything. It's given him little inspiration. I like it. A little pep in his step, and I and I feel like it's done the same for you. So I am really I think very highly of this company in general. Not only like the fact that they have. Um, a background here in Arizona and a background in hockey here in Arizona. But they also, you know, anything that makes people feel good and gives them a little extra pep in their step is a good thing. So the fact that it's doing that for both of you guys means it's so much more than socks. It's something that makes you feel good. And anything that gives you confidence is always 
uh, a, something great to invest in because it's more than just a product. And if you want to get yourselves your own pair of this, you can win the March subscription box from us at the Hockey Podcast Network. If you go onto our Twitter page, you can get all the details. Basically, we're asking you to send pictures of your old, nasty, disgusting socks to us. And the one who is deemed the worst gets a pair. Because, like, I'm the worst defender of this. I have a bunch of socks that I always wear out the heel really quickly. So they always get holes in them. So I'm glad that I've got my Southern Scholars now. So that way I don't have to wear holy socks all the time. Holy socks. Are like have they been dipped in holy water? I used to joke about that all the time with my mom. I'd be like, Look, mom, I'm wearing my holy socks today. And I I always joked, I was like, I should show up to go see the Pope one day and have him bless my holy socks. As they say, and those are the socks that you wear to church. God, we we make terrible dad jokes. I'm sorry, people. I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's okay. That is, we're gonna, that, that is what I think. We're going to need a lot more of them on this show because we're not going to have any talk, any talky to talk about. <laughs> talky? Is that is that Rick Talk at Hockey? Talky? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's genius. That's that's Rick Talkett's system is talky. It's the talky system. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, Rick Tockett, I guarantee you you're not listening. But if you are, please, once you retire, start a company called Talky Incorporated. Just saying. I think it'd be great. I don't know what it's going to be, but it'll have to be about something about hockey and and we already have a name for it for you. So uh, get on that. <laughs> so, let's, uh, let's wrap up the show here with... Uh... A couple things. Do, I, I, we have a little bit of time to get to OEL. We'll do that in a minute here because I, I asked a question on Twitter. They got people fired up um, where I asked people to fill in the blank about all of Reckman Larson, including the favorite one I got, which I'll tease it with this. All of Reckman Larson is Swedish. That's one of the replies we got. We'll get to that in a second. But, Corey, you wanted to get to this TSN graphic that they put out yesterday about Taylor Hall. And both of us agreed that I was total bullcrap. More Canadian bullcrap. Yeah, so um, here's the thing. We've gotten some very mixed reactions on Twitter. There's some people that claim like, oh, you know, that this has to show something or, you know, that one person can make a difference. And, and, and then it is true to some regard that if someone's like a really toxic person and has cancer in the locker room that they can really make a, a difference and if someone's you know in saying like a captaincy for example they can um make a large difference but i think this is a little bit out there to have been claiming this but um as other people i called it clickbait tsn put out a graphic you can pull it up on Twitter. Um, I think we all retweeted it and whatnot um, and said uh, Devils before the trade were 10, 17, and 5. The Devils after the trade, 18, 11, and 7. Coyotes before the trade, 19, 12, and 4. 
Coyotes after the trade, 14, 16, and 4. So here's my two cents on this. One, uh, the Coyotes have tanked themselves before. This isn't anything new. Um, This goes with my normal saying that I always say, this is why we can't have good things. And um, so I... I that on that regard, you know, they can find a way to tank themselves whether they have hull or not. Um, and then the other thing is really thinking that one person makes that big of a difference on a team is bullshit to me. Because in the end, like Taylor Hall is a great great player. He's been playing pretty well in the Coyotes. Like he's been the best producer um this second half of the season um i do think there may be a hall effect in the fact that once hall is on a team everyone feels like they can be lazier as if they could basically uh pull back and not contribute as much because they think he will do that and he'll pull up that slack so that may be a contributing factor but i don't think he has been on this team long enough to become a cancer if he was i think that would have come out at some point and if he was a cancer i don't think that the coyotes would be in talks with him and going to dinner with him and trying to get him to stay for next season if he was really that bad they would know about it and they wouldn't be wanting to try and keep him here so um i think it's a little bit of clickbaits and that they were reaching a little bit here it paints like a great story if you're just looking at it but if you were to actually dig into it it's reaching yeah and remember when taylor hall pretty much single-handedly the year he won the heart trophy took the freaking devils to the playoffs he wasn't a cancer then was he no no he wasn't so for the people who are blaming taylor hall for the Coyotes collapse down the stretch here. Go blank yourself. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so stupid. It is the most uninformed, easy thing to say. And it's just not true. If you want to look at why this team has gone to garbage the last month and a half of the season, look at, like we've talked about on the show, and you know this, Clayton Keller, Nick Schmaltz, Phil Kessel, all of Reckman Larson, they haven't been producing. There's your problem. Exactly. That's 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 your problem. Like that's open and shut case. That's that's where this season went off the rails, in my opinion. And it doesn't help now that oh, your best goal scorer is out for the rest of the year, probably. So I don't understand what TSN was trying to do with this. I don't know if they were just bored and trying to stir crap up. It definitely got people on our Twitter timelines fired up and it, it got the NHL people talking and uh, it was, just, yeah, I just don't, I don't get it. It was just such a dumb, dumb comment from uh, an easy thing to talk about relate. Cause they just want to give the Coyotes crap, I guess. Well, and I think it's easy to just um, pull out some stats out of your ass and then like look at it and be like, oh, look what this paints. And I mean, they just kind of threw it out there and then let it be interpreted like how people wanted to interpret it. Um, But and so it's easy to pull stats out and just kind of throw them out there and and see what happens. But um, you have to look at what the underlying factors of those stats are. You know, you don't it doesn't 
it's not like there's an asterisk there that goes oh by the way the goaltenders were uh tandemly injured instead of tandemly playing um throughout part of that and you have so many players as you were saying underperforming and underplaying and making dumb decisions and uh you know people are getting injured that were um forward and defensemen not even just uh Kemper and Ronta so it's like there's so many factors within that to just look at the stat line and take that for what it is is very naive and you kind of have to look into something more like there's never a company that looks at um you know looks at their numbers and says like oh well we were just terrible it must be because we did this that our numbers dropped no you have to look at all of the factors before you blame it on one certain thing it's not always one thing it's usually a combination of a bunch of things um that creates the problem and in the coyotes case there's definitely more than one problem and it's not taylor hall yeah i uh 100 agree the, the the like i said Albrecht Larson, to me, is is the biggest issue with this team right now, and his I think his future with the team needs to start coming under some scrutiny. Eight and a half million dollars is ridiculous. It's way too much, and if they were smart, they'd try and get out of that contract somehow. Granted, would anybody take him? I doubt it. But he does have a no move clause. But as we talked about last week and as Rick, or Craig Morgan had in his piece, there just doesn't seem to be a whole lot of good things going on between Coach Taka and Oliver and Larson. So maybe he would want out of the situation with the Coyotes and go, go elsewhere. But I put out a tweet after the loss asking about Oliver Ekman Larson. And I, I said, uh, fill in the blank. Oliver Ekman Larson is, and we got a bunch of tweets about this, and I'll read them. My favorite, of course, is uh, from Fern, producer, uh, former producer of the Sporting Nation. <laughs> and I'm, I know you saw this too. Oliver Ekman Larson is Swedish. <laughs> He's not wrong, though. He's 100% He's not correct. wrong. <laughs> I'm just glad that he knows Oliver, Oliver is Swedish because I don't Fern not the biggest hockey guy in the world, so at least he knows he's Swedish. So here are some of the other ones. Oliver Ekman Larson is washed up and not a captain. That one was the like one that actually hurt. Like reading that I was like, ouch, that one's rough. Very harsh. Very harsh. Oliver Ekman Larson is overpaid. He's not wrong. Or oh, she's not wrong. Whoever oh, it is. Oliver Ekman Larson is not worth it. Kind of not wrong. Oliver Ekman Larson is having a rough season. That's for damn true. Oliver Ekman Larson is expendable. Dependent. And then... Finally, Oliver Ekman Larson is good, but overpaid and obviously should not be wearing the C. Hmm. That was like 
that that last one was like uh when when a girl tells another girl like oh i love your outfit you can't tell at all that you've gained like 20 pounds yeah some very not happy coyotes fans <laughs> some yeah, harsh there's ones. a very, lot of like very underhanded harsh. comments there very very harsh mhm i and i i mean we haven't been very happy with his play either. We don't think he's been living up to what it's supposed to be. We, had, we again, go check out our um, our interview with uh, Stick and Rink um, because we we talked about that on there as well. And I went on my kind of bit on um, what I think of OEL and his captaincy and um, kind of the fact that how he doesn't really fit with Rick talking what what Rick Tockett would want him to be. And I don't think they ever really will mesh. Um, but in the end, it's, I never really liked him as being the captain. I never really thought that was something that he had in him. He's more of a quiet person. He doesn't really have the, like, he doesn't really have the spunk, the spark that like demands authority. And it's, then that's kind of what's always going to be the thing that holds him back in the locker room. I feel like to me, but um, I, I told Richie, I would let him do his Richie rant on this one. So um, I'm going to pass it off to you, Richie, so you can get your rant out on everything that is all of Rickman Larson. Okay. I'm going to try and make it pretty calm, but I said this on the, on the stink and Rick stick and rink show as well. I basically said that I asked the guys, I was like, hey, do you want Oliver Eggman Larson? Like, you can go down to Mill Avenue, find him, and just take him up to Canada with you, and we won't miss him. You can take his $8.5 million contract with you and have fun with him because he is is a waste. It's a joke. That was one of the worst contracts in the history of Arizona sports at this point. He is not even close to the same player. He is... Uh, you know, he's n- not good defensively anymore. He is not producing enough offense to make his defensive mistakes okay. And I think the best example of what we're seeing with Oliver Reckman Larson now is kind of what happened with Keith Yandel. Where, and I hate to bring up Keith Yandel, Corey, I'm sorry, but Keith Yandel, by the end of his tenure here in, in Arizona, he was just not good enough defensively to make up for you know his offensive what he was doing in the offensive zone so he got shipped out of town obviously his contract whoa 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 here i would not have come like compared the two oliver ackman larson has been god awful on both ends keith yandel was always very good offensively he had some very very brutal turnovers though defensively he had some really bad turnovers at some really bad times that i think is what mostly got him shipped out of here was that he made some critical errors at critical times yeah he became a laughing stock with Cowboys fans because he couldn't play defense he couldn't play defensively and now luckily he's in florida and playing quite well and uh, uh we found out the other day that apparently you can get keith yandel like um um, like uh, shoes slides yeah slides pretty dope uh, but yeah going back to Oliver Ekman Larson it's it just not worth it it's just ridiculous he's not the same player at all and the Coyotes 
are in a, a place where I don't think stripping him of the captaincy is enough. They, I think they should do it in the offseason 100% if they keep him. But I think they need to look to trade him because that contract is too much of a burden for this hockey team that is going to have to make a lot of changes in the offseason, in my opinion. Because what we saw was a complete and utter failure of this roster to play like a playoff team. And you can't go into next season with a lot of these same guys in place. Because it's going to be the exact same thing. 2.0. To count on some of these players to kind of take that extra leap into becoming great players. And I think Oliver Ekman Larson, in my opinion... Needs to be traded in the offseason. Like I said, I don't know if he'll leave his no-movement clause. But they at least need to try. And I'd imagine some team would be willing to take him as a kind of reclamation project to see he's still under 30 years old. He's not too far removed from making the All-Star team, for goodness sake. But... Maybe he just needs a change a change of scenery, and one of these teams around the league will be willing to take on that contract. The New Jersey Devils did that with P.K. Subban this last year where he's getting paid $8-plus million to just not produce at all this year like he has in the past. Granted, the difference is P.K. Subban was one of the best defensemen, one of the best offensive defensemen in the league for a couple of years there, and he's kind of becoming one of the faces of the league. He was on the front cover of NHL, the video game, I think, last year. It's time to move on from Oliver Ekman-Larsen. His tenure in Arizona, I think, is going to come to an end this offseason. And granted, he's beloved by a lot of fans, but um, but it's time to move on for the betterment of the franchise. Back to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Richie. Um, yeah, no, those are some pretty intense words there. Um, I mean, I I don't particularly know if I want him gone per se. I mean, there is even with the raise in the cap for next season, I um I do think that the carriers are gonna be struggling to pay who we want to pay. So um, you know, there's a quite a few people on this team that aren't producing to the way that their contracts are holding up. So if there is ways to free up that money, I will not be opposed to that because you kind of have to be performing um, on all cylinders or it ends up becoming a problem when you're getting paid that much money. It just, you have to play at the caliber that you're getting paid. But um, before we sign off here, we kind of wanted to talk very briefly about um, Richie had a really cool uh, moment on, I'm losing my days of the week now. Was that Monday? Tuesday um he had a really cool moment where he was given free coffee from Howler himself at his favorite coffee place yes that was true I the Coyotes announced a brand new partnership with Dutch Bros Coffee so the practice jerseys that the Coyotes are wearing have a a Dutch Bros logo on them now and so to announce that partnership the Coyotes were giving away free coffee at the Dutch Bros location by Westgate. I live right around that area. So I was like, oh, cool. I can just roll across the street. And uh, there Howler, wa- Howler was, and he paid for my coffee. 
and it was great. And that's that's awesome. I'm so glad that uh, you got to have your Dutch Bros paid for you. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about the little logo on the front of their jerseys. Um, I'm not sure if I'm fully there yet for, um, you know, ads on the front of jerseys in the NHL quite yet. Um, I know in various other sports, especially soccer, you know, they have large um, advertisements on their jerseys. But I'm just I'm not sure if I'm there with NHL yet. It's going to happen. So for the people like you who are like, oh, this sucks, get over it. It's coming to every sport. I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. We've seen it with the NBA. They all, they all have sponsors on their jerseys and nobody cares. It's just nobody even knows who the sponsor is for each and every team. So I'd imagine at some point the NHL is going to join in on that and the jerseys that are worn during games are going to have ads. It happens in European hockey. You see that all over the place where they're pretty much one big walking billboard. It's more money for these stinking, ridiculously rich billionaire owners, and they're they're not going to turn their you know bat an eyelash to it. I don't know why it hasn't happened yet. Maybe Gary Batman's like, eh, no, we can't do it, but it's coming, it's happening. Get over it at some point. Back to you. Damn, Richie, you are fired up today. <laughs> if anyone wants to start a fight, Richie's in a fighting mood. Well, because this is he probably will the, tell you what is up. Yeah, this is probably the last show we're gonna do, but while there's actual hockey happening, so gotta get it out. Well, that's the thing is we don't know, and that and that is kind of what sucks is as we're recording this, we don't know until tomorrow what they are going to officially decide on. So um, this may be our last um, hockey podcast that is solely about um, what's going on on the ice. I mean, there might be, this might give them time to do other random stuff, but, um, and then this was the other thing that I kind of came to with the whole discussion is if they're going to suspend the season and they're going to push these games out further, which is going to be really funny because pushing, um, these games out into the actual like warmth of Arizona, because it gets hot fast here um will be kind of funny and weird um but if they're going to do that then they need to do it soon because the last thing you need as a team that is going to be going into playoffs is to go straight into playoffs like can you imagine you take some time off and we don't know how long this is going to be it could be a couple weeks it could be a couple months so they take this time off and all this stuff they come back and you go straight into playoffs without any type of like easing themselves back into it, it would be really rough. So I hope that if they do it, they do it soon. So they have a little extra padding there. Yep. I agree. So uh, coming up on the next episode of sporty with Corey, we're going to change the name to Benji with sporty with Corey. Like we talked about earlier in the show, and we're just going to talk about TV shows instead. So you can send us which TV shows we should talk about on our show and we'll do like i don't know maybe we'll do like like once each week's shows we'll do like for that so for like next week when the monday and the thursday show we'll pick one tv show to cover over the span of the two episodes and we can talk about it and we'll do that every week with another another show what do you think (laughs) 
dear lord what is this world going to come to i don't know maybe maybe we should what we should do is we should do a uh a, a sporty sporty get together you know have some sporty nation people call no in let's not can... do that let's not do a sporty get together i don't want to be any, anywhere near anybody i'm gonna quarantine myself i said call in oh okay not, good i'm not getting near people are you kidding me <laughs> it's not if i only if i have to yeah <laughs> and that's like on a daily basis <laughs> i only get around people if i have to yep that's words that's words to live by so on the next episode we'll do all 45 minutes talking about season one of arrow deal <laughs> oh god no i can't i can't go through that again that that was an emotional roller coaster i'm still not over it ending so i need to get my wine first it comes in on friday yes so <laughs> one thing at a time yep that's uh yeah that's how our we did our first episode of of sporty on the hockey podcast network we did it with a bottle of wine in hand didn't we yeah it is and and considering the fact that this may be our last one i am expecting um my last um arrow themed um wine to be coming in and uh I you know, I'll celebrate this possible last episode of the season um, with my wine. So, you know, come full circle. 100%. Before we go quickly, if you go to the hockey, at HockeyPodNet on Twitter, you can find out that they're doing a new giveaway, which includes the possibility of winning a $200 gift card from Cool Hockey if you correctly predict the order of the... Um, of the draft lottery, which probably isn't going to happen now because that's supposed to take place in early April after the, the playoffs come out, but who knows? So maybe the contest is never even going to happen. I don't even know anymore, but if you go to hockey pod net, we'll keep you updated on how you can win some possibly win something from coolhockey.com. Um, I can't think of anything else. Do you have anything else before we say bye-bye? Uh, no, you can say bye-bye. Good night and good hockey, everybody. If it still happens, possibly. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>